Well, hey guys, welcome to the Norton Young Adult Podcast. This week, we're going to have a little bit of fun, spend some time getting to know uh, myself, that is Garrett, and Ethan, uh, my co-host. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Ethan, here we are. We turned on the mics. We got, it's funny, you brought in the candle today. I did. And maybe it's a vanilla bean candle, and it smells way better in the studio than it ever has. Oh, I, I love my <laughs> candles, and I just found out today you love your candles. I really do. I love a good candle, especially, I like... I like fall sort of scented candles. Yeah. Because it makes me feel like I'm in the Shire. Oh. And it's just <laughs> your face. The, the Lord of the Rings. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bro, I honestly I wish there's part there's parts of me that are like, man, I feel like there's there's a certain joy in being able to see your facial expressions and the thing the stupid things that I say at times. But it's nice because then you just let people's imaginations run wild over the podcast. Like, what are what is it like in that room? I don't know. What is happening in the random room beside the music room? Exactly. Studio. Yeah. But it was a classroom that we turned into a studio. Right, yeah. I love it. It works. It works. But, it does. Um, excited. This week's a little bit different, Ethan. We're spending some time kind of getting to know each other better and at the same time allowing those who are listening to the podcast to get to know you and I better so we're not just a couple of floating heads, you know, yes. talking in the middle of your car on your commute to work every morning. <laughs> it's like, it'd be nice for people to kind of get a, a feeling of like, oh, when I hear Ethan, that this is who he is. Or when I hear Garrett, this is who he is. And so be a little bit of a, a different podcast, but I think it'll be fun this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the the whole point. I came in with a list of questions and told Garrett that we're we're just going to ask each other questions, learn about each other, <laughs> and uh, maybe kind of a pulse on what culture slash young adult looks like from our yeah. standpoint right now. Right? Does that work? I'm a fan, man. Let's roll with it. All right. Let's start with something like this, Garrett. Mm. First off, how long have you been at Grace Church? Let's maybe start there, just like introduction. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's funny. I actually, so I used to attend, some of you guys are familiar with our Bath campus. Yeah. So I went to high school. Um, I, well, I grew up in the Bath area. That's where my family's from. And yeah. so I, I went to a Christian high school and I had some buddies that invited me because I didn't have a church home to go to their youth group. They went to, it was called Merge at the Bath campus. So I went there all through high school. And then before I graduated, I knew I wanted to go into ministry, wanted to do, we have a, the, if you're familiar with the Grace College program. Um, it's an undergraduate uh, bachelor's degree in biblical studies, yeah. um, and, it, and it's through Grace Church. And so I wanted to do that, and so I applied to see if there was any room for an internship. Well, some of you guys may know Pastor Aiden, Creative yep. Arts uh, um, pastor. He, he emailed me, said, hey, why don't you come down and check out Norton? And so I've been here for the past three years now. Which is exciting, and it's been incredible, and I've, I've really found a, an awesome church home here and community uh, at the Norton campus. And yeah. so technically, like, Grace Church family, been apart for, what is that, seven years? Yeah, for a little while. Yeah, but then um, specifically at Norton for the past three years, and it's been an absolute blast, and I'm looking forward to, to another year. Yeah, that's awesome. You, uh, I remember you coming on because I I was here. I'm not. I'm trying to think of how many years you've been here. Three. So I should probably yeah. hear roughly three years prior to two, yeah. two and a half, three years prior. Uh huh. And uh, I'm not from any. I'm not really from the area. I'm from Ashland, so 45 minutes from from there, from here. And yeah. Got to know you a little bit as you came on, and it's been cool to watch you lead and yeah. our friendship develop. And then we oh, started yeah. a podcast, and yeah. who knows where we're gonna go. Oh yeah, and it's funny to see even like the way that like you you've told the story. You may want to tell the story of like when I first came on, 
What, what did you first think of me, Ethan, when I first came on? <laughs> Let the people know. I, I think this is a hilarious story. Uh, okay. Well, as long as you're – I love that you can laugh at yourself. Oh, I, I feel like you have to be able to laugh you at yourself. You do. You really yeah. do. And I make jokes about it. So, preface, I'm from, like I said, a private Christian high school. <laughs> and, you know – just i i came did in. we say private christian private. loud enough Can, did you hear that Dude. oh man so like imagine that like you know honest honest to goodness just think stereotypical private christian school kid that was garrett great Hirsch. school great school no honestly yeah i love the school i i owe a lot to that school but that just but private christian school yes and uh so garrett we had a meeting with him very i, I don't know first month you were here yeah um one meeting that our campus pastor Dan leads and, and we're in there. All the young young guys are in there. And uh Dan asked a question and I remember just the culture of that meeting. There's twelve of us in there. And yeah. we're around a round table. We're just throwing out ideas, talking, and yep. and Garrett raises his hand <laughs> to answer the question. And it just felt like that. Oh, <laughs> like man. we were in school again or something. Yep. And then a very like um I don't even know how to say it. Like, a very astute answer came out of your right. mouth. Like, it was very educated. It was very preppy. Yes. yes. It, it was It was just hilarious. Oh, my goodness. It was yeah. like the new guy is here trying to feel things out, Yep. figure things out. But yep. it has been awesome. Oh, yeah. It has I've been. definitely loosened up. I've been I've been less, yes. like, you know, yes. formal. You know, I used to wear a, a, a shirt, a button-up shirt and tie to, to chapel every week. And so <laughs> I, I felt like I had to be a little bit like, hmm, okay, new job. So I've definitely loosened up a little bit. <laughs> And I think my first day here, I don't know if I said a word. I was like so yeah. scared. You're just—I was lucky enough for you not to see that. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well then tell tell me about this and like where did so that's kind of where I come from. Where yeah. where do you come from then? Like you mentioned, you're from Ashland. Yeah. What did that like look like growing up there, and then even I think transition to Grace Church because mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's a little different from probably what you you grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in church. Uh, so I always say that makes me a little bit weirder than probably most people. Yeah. Sometimes church can make you weirder, less like I don't I don't know, but yeah. Uh, so I grew up in church, kind of uh, all throughout middle school, high school, um, and right after high school, had no idea what I wanted to do, uh, but I knew Greg Foot, who is our youth pastor here, and mm. uh, I knew him because he was my youth pastor back in middle school. Right. And so I kind of was doing aimless, like, I was just working on an apple orchard, which I loved. I just knew God wanted, like, me to do something more with my life, and that was for me personally. I just knew that there was something that I just felt like God was calling me to, uh, which kind of feels very vague, but I'd go out in the orchard and just mow and think for a long time, and I, I would always be like, man, I wonder what it is and so i got in touch with greg foot we kind of started talking and i could go in the weeds of it all but basically came up here uh about now it's going on six years ago Mm. and uh started hanging around the church they offered me to go to undergrad uh live with a guy who um I had no idea who he was, and he was leaving for the first six months. So he just gave me his house for six months, and uh, I lived with him. I ended up living with him for three years, and he's an older guy from our church. Yeah. I love him. His name's Wayne. He's awesome. He's a great guy. Uh, incredible. So generous. I can't build him up enough, to be honest mm. with you. He's one of my heroes. And uh, 
yeah, and they offered me a job here, uh, but it wasn't the job at the church. It was uh, working as a lumberjack, and so I split wood for about a year and a half mm-hmm. and uh, was out there sweating and enjoying that long days, long hours, yeah. and kind of hung around here at the church. And then uh, f- they they invited me to join staff and uh, has been awesome being an intern, learning from just the culture here, and then now moving into my residency, uh, being able to help in that way. And so yeah. I, I've loved my experience here with Grace. It's right. been, as probably most of us would say, if you're affiliated with Grace, like it's yeah. been life-changing, honestly. A hundred percent, yeah. But let me ask you this, Garrett. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go here. What would be maybe one of your biggest dreams on your bucket list? Like one or two things of your bucket list in life. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you... a. A serious answer? I don't have any. Well, I have serious answers, but oh, they're yeah. funny. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think. So it's funny because the start of this, I you know, mentioned like a Lord of the Rings, a Shire thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, sue me. I like the Lord <laughs> of the Rings a lot. <laughs> so that's an understatement it's of an the understatement. year. It's an understatement, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. We just did um, the, the thing on uh, Facebook and all of our social media. Ashley, who helps to run our social media, is like, can you do a two truths and a lie, Garrett? And one of them was, I own seven collectible swords from Lord of the Rings. And it's funny how many people really know me well. And all were like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we wish that was a lie. We wish it was a lie. <laughs> but, but it is so true. <laughs> yep. And so, but yeah, I, I know one of my big bucket list things is if you if you're not aware, the Lord of the Rings films were filmed in New Zealand. Oh yeah. And now I actually just so funny thing, the day we're watching this or watching this, the day we're recording this, I was on uh Instagram and I follow they're making a uh a lo- like a Lord of the Rings um TV show through Amazon Prime and they're filming really? parts of it in New Zealand and they posted a picture of them you know in the filming process in New Zealand and today is actually Tolkien National Tolkien Reading Day and so they posted a thing about it and I was talking with Pastor Aiden and he's like oh yeah sneaks up on me every year <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it does for me I'm so excited it's National Tolkien so my thing is like seeing them doing that it reminded me of how much I really want to travel to New Zealand because you can actually I've looked into it. You can um, take a full-on trip and hit, like, all the different filming locations. And you can go to, get this, you can go to the Shire. And it's all, like, fully built, like, you know, permanent materials, legitimate. Like, you can walk through Hobbiton. You can go up to Bag End. You can knock on Bilbo's door. And it is the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) I love that. As you're talking, you're like, should I keep going farther? I'm yeah, just going to go right. farther I'm and just see go what farther. happens yeah. until Ethan cuts me off. And I just let yep. you go yep. on talking about Lord uh, of the Rings. I could talk about it for hours. I do love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And maybe we should just start another podcast separate from this talking about in depth. I could interview you on yeah. just what Lord of the Rings is. Bro, I'm down. We could. There's probably copyright on it, but we'll, yeah. we'll figure out a loophole or figure <laughs> out who we need to contact. I, I'm surprised, honestly, in all these podcasts, I have made very minimal Lord of the Rings references and a lot of like analogies and things because that's, that's true. Something I love to do. So uh, they'll be coming. They'll be coming. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's like sort of like it's serious. You know, people have places they want to travel, yeah. things they want to see. That for me is a huge one is I want to go and I want to visit there because it's like it's something that I enjoy and it's like everybody has their thing you okay. know yeah like they people say it's a guilty pleasure mine i'm not guilty about it i, I just <laughs> love it i think it's great um is there 
Is there any other bucket list items? Yes. Or dreams that you have? I would I would say honestly, um, huge dream of mine is, and it's something cool because I'm actually like pushing for it now. Yeah. Um, is well, I'm, I'm finishing up because I, I record a lot of music. Some people know that, and I just recently put out a demo, and I'm hoping in the next month or two to have out an EP for songs. But a dream of mine is to fully record, um, produce, and put out an album. That would be awesome. And I'm in the middle of the process of that. Um, it's a lot of work, but I enjoy it. And I just like, and people have asked me, oh, do you want to pursue music like full time? I'm like, no, I just think it's fun. Yeah. I enjoy doing that. Yeah. And and so that's definitely a dream of mine is to like say I recorded, produced, and um, mastered and put out an album yeah all on my own but like part of the fun is like going to friends that like i love music and being able to collaborate with people and so that's definitely a huge dream of mine and it's cool to see like it's it's coming about i never thought in like a million years i'd get to do something like this but it's happening and i'm like wow this is exciting now if somebody were i know you were you're not going to promote it yourself but if somebody were wanting to listen to you they're listening to this right now and they're like oh yeah that'd be interesting they just look up garrett hirsch on spotify yeah spotify itunes wherever you listen to music it's going to be there so i love it yeah that's awesome that's a big dream yeah i like that so it's cool it's very exciting that's really cool yeah so flip the question on you then okay let's do that let's do maybe semi less serious and then more serious dream of yours, Ethan. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Both of mine aren't. The, both of mine are very serious. But you're going to think they're less serious. But I am so serious about these two. <laughs> oh, I'm excited that. Uh, and and I got like I have the the big dream, the other thing on the bucket list, and then that thing has a sub point. You'll see what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm so. Uh, so first big dream bucket list is I want to see a whale in the wild. And I'm not kidding about this. <laughs> I talk about this constantly. Uh, my wife and I are actually looking at getting a trip here, hopefully. Um, and now that I said it on the podcast, it has to it happen. It has to happen. Right? I really hope it Dude, happens. I'm excited for the podcast when you're back from seeing a whale. <laughs> just like your your whole entire mentality is just going to shift. You're like, I've been awakened. I've seen the whale. I've never seen a whale, and I think it'd be so cool. I've watched too many documentaries on them. I'd love to see. Um, I'd. Lo- I, you're making. I know this is so serious, though. I love it. I'd love to see um, a blue whale. I think that would be amazing. Um, I have seen the humpback would be sweet too. I haven't seen like any others. Yeah. Uh, the orca, like I could see it. That'd be mm. awesome. But those are like killer whales, so those kind of freak me out a little bit. But yeah, um, I'd love to see it in the wild, just off a yeah. boat. So not like going to see Shamu. Like you, no. you want to see legit no. in the wild. Like, yeah. Hmm. And I want to be close to it, but I don't want to be too close to it because yeah. they freak me out. Like I'm scared of whales. I think I've never seen one, so I don't know. But I, I think I'm scared of them. Yeah. Because they're so big. Yeah. But I think it'd be so cool. Bro, it's funny you said that. Like, it made me think. I remember there's this very like trending video on YouTube that came out a while ago of like a humpback whale, and it put its, you know, how they put their tail up and yeah. stuff. Well, it like, you know, put it back down and caused this huge wave because it was so close to this like tourist boat and yeah. like drenched everybody. It almost capsized the boat. I was like, you don't want to be that close. No, but still, and yet I do. Yeah, like, right. I, how cool would that be to say that? Yep. And yet you're like, ah, uh, this is terrifying. So that's my number one. <laughs> I mean, that is so high on the list. That's I would awesome. love to see a whale. Um, the second one I'd say is, uh, and this one scares me too, but hmm. I, I not as much. I've flown before. Yeah. I I don't skydiving doesn't interest me. That sounds um, 
irrational. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what the interest is. Let's see if yeah. your parachute works and go. Right, and, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't interest me. Um, but I'd love to sit in the like a commercial airline and sit in the front of the cockpit. Hmm. So I've decided every time. I haven't done this yet, um, but I, I, haven't, I, I decided it last time I flew. And I was like, I'm going to ask our... So if you know... Uh, an airline hostess that would let me or a captain that would let me <laughs> I really would love to sit in the cockpit and see what the captain sees yeah. in an airline I think that's that'd be so awesome yeah. and the sub point to that would be I would settle for a helicopter I think I know mm. those are different yeah but I think a helicopter would be cool I saw yeah. I saw one over the weekend that was pretty low and I was yeah. like well that'd be kind of fun yeah so. you do like one of those helicopters where it's like all glass even at your feet and stuff and you can see like 360 around no, that sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But but that would be intriguing. I don't know. I'd yeah. have to think about that. I take my hmm. dreams and my bucket list very seriously. Those are the yeah. only two things on my bucket list, but yeah. I take nice. them very seriously. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, so if anybody knows, if anybody knows of like a, a a way to get, you know, me on a plane to New Zealand and possibly the same plane you can get Ethan at the front of the cockpit like you and I could accomplish our bucket list together. And we could see whales, like, if we flew low enough. We, if, if it was a helicopter. No, seriously, if I'm, this was a helicopter, I feel like we'd need a lot of gas for it. I'm sure that there's maybe whales off the coast of New Zealand. We could look at whales off the coast. So, like, you could go to New Zealand with me while I nerd the heck out. And then we'll go on one trip to see whales off the coast. Okay. But then we also get the flying one. Okay. I was going to say, I don't want to see a whale, like, from a distance. I want to be pretty close to yeah. it. Yeah. Like I can't just see it from the coast, and well, you need unless like, it's like a beach whale, and then maybe. yeah, yeah. All right, all this, right, we're, we're gonna make this happen. <laughs> this is this is all right. We're gonna start booking our flights after this. This and... is happening. I love this. <laughs> oh gosh, I love it. All right, let's let's do this. Um, let me ask you, what? So this has been a crazy year. Mm. Uh, like, and everybody says that, and. Now we're living into plus a year of COVID. Yeah. But what do you think is the biggest thing for you personally that you've, uh, whether you've learned about yourself, learned about mm. following Jesus, learned about our culture, like what what's maybe stirring in you, uh, what's been stirring in you over the past year? Yeah. So you're talking like post-COVID and everything like that. Yeah. And just, yeah. Um, what's well, fascinating, and, and I, I feel like, you know, for those who are listening to this podcast, you know, similar point of life. I mean, I'm a, I just turned 21, you know, I'm like halfway through my bachelor's degree. Like, you know, I'm going to probably move out here in the next year or so be on my own. Like it's a, it's a weird formative time of life. Mm. And, um, I remember, um, it, it was in the middle of COVID. It was right before we started. Cause if, if you guys are here for this, we started, we did some, uh, drive-in services this summer when we were kind of moving out of, like full on lockdown mode. And I remember um calling Pastor Aiden and I, I was I was FaceTiming him because you know we're really close, him being my boss and stuff and, and even a mentor and friend. And I, I remember saying, I was like, Aiden, I just I feel like I'm slacking. He's like, what do you mean? I said, I just like I'm not doing a whole lot. I'm just kinda like, you know, floating on by and it's like, what in the world? Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And I felt really kind of scatterbrained. And one of the things he said to me, he's like, well, one, hold on. He's like, because when the world comes back to normal, it's going to hit. It's going to hit hard. Hmm. Um, but then he even just, like, encouraged me of, like, you know, 
you have time, uh, if, like use it to basically like focus in and, and spend extra time with God. Yeah. And, and it got me thinking, and I, I spent a lot of time like working over this and stuff. And I'll say this past year has been really good about, um, helping me get my priorities in check. Mm. You know what I mean? It's so easy in the, in the craziness of life, especially, um, when uh, being a young adult, um, you're, you're figuring out what it means to like have a full schedule, working full time, doing school, writing papers, doing yeah. all this, studying, and and and, and it, it's very easy to get lost in in the muddiness of it all. Um, one of the things God's teaching me is is at the end of it all, um, He needs to be my number one priority, hmm. and that's been a struggle for me because especially being a person like I like to be in control and know what's happening, know where I'm going, what I'm doing, um, and so like in a way of learning to give up control. And um, find security in something other than myself, hmm. which has been really difficult. Um, like I feel like this past year has been really good for me because I feel like as if God broke me down really hard and then has been rebuilding me in a lot of ways by just throwing me in the fire. <laughs> um, wow. But it's been really good. Um, I'm a person that likes to be pushed, and I think God recognizes that, and he's pushing me, but, hmm. um, but it's all for the better. And I can see a lot of ways in which he's just stretched me and, and pulled me. And, and and I think it's just something, you know, I, I feel like everybody kind of walks through something similar to this at like this period of life where it's like you always have that sort of turning point of like you're not a kid anymore. You're mm. not that, you know, young preppy high school kid. Yeah. You're now Christian school. private school Right. Kid. Exactly. <laughs> like you, people are holding your hand all through life to now, um, you know, you really start to feel the, the weight of you're an adult. Nobody's going to hold your hand and tell you to to pursue Christ, you yeah. know, every single day. And as you wake up and go to class, you have to make the choice to do that on your own. Mm-hmm. You have to make the choice um, to seek after him daily and put him first before work, before school, before whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just been really difficult to learn, but very helpful. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That's uh, I love how you said... Um, I think a lot of people can relate to that. I know, like, you're talking, I'm like, wow, that, the way you said that, and God had to tear me down, Mm. and now is in this rebuilding process. Yeah. Uh, I feel like not only did that happen on a high level, like, that happened in our government, almost. Mm. Like, it broke, COVID broke everything down. It's like, shut down. Yeah. Everything. And now we're in this rebuilding, reopening phase. Mm -hmm. And then that happened in the church, like, we we shut down and now mm-hmm. we're in this kind of reopening reimagining type phase yeah and then then it happened you don't think about that on the individual level as much like mm. like yeah when covid hit that broke everything down and yep. now this rebuilding reimagining stage even yeah uh, personally that's powerful mm. that is powerful yeah that's it's, so good. it's crazy it's, but yeah you're right it's what our whole country's been kind of walking through in a way but yeah 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 so I guess flip the question back on you, man. What, what, what have you learned this past year in, in the craziness, the wake of of the coronavirus? <laughs> it is it is crazy. I I, I think back to um, March, and I'm like, hmm. uh, when that all happened, I literally thought it was going to last maybe two weeks, yeah. and I'm embarrassed to say that. Like it's yeah, it's funny because we're like, oh the coronavirus yeah. and then you're like oh the the covid 19 is like a real thing yeah. 
it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we not live in fear, but how do we exercise wisdom throughout all of it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything shut down, and we're trying to figure this thing out. And I'm sure years from now we'll write books about how we should have all handled it as a, yeah, as every. But like you don't know in the moment, so you're trying to navigate right. it personally, leading wise on a high. I'm sure that the, I feel for people like who had to make decisions during those times in our government level. Like I wouldn't know how to handle that. Yeah, uh, world pandemic hitting, hmm. and so. Uh, I think for me, during all of that, I kind of came out, we came out of a series last year that we had as a church body uh, called The Way of Change, and that was all on these spiritual disciplines. And then throughout this uh, 2020 into 2021 a little bit, that's just been a thread that God's thrown all the way through uh, it for me of how can I practice, how can I develop this deep inner quiet life that um Mm. is all focused in enjoying jesus like i don't i don't want it to be a a life that's like oh look at all the things that i'm doing for god or with god or put god's Mm. name attach god's name to a bunch of stuff but it's like no this is uh this is totally different i want to enjoy god i want to carve out spaces and times and like during covid when everything shut down, it was easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, and yet at the same time, it was hard because you didn't want to take advantage because you were just binging Netflix. Like I, <laughs> I felt that. I'm like, oh yeah. We, my wife and I, we were engaged at the time, and we were watching all of the Marvel movies, and yeah. we just cranked them out because she had never seen them. And uh, so that was fun. But like now, it's like, okay, how do I learn the art of like enjoying Jesus through? kind of what we talked about even on the podcast and the, kind of this past series of the apprenticeship to Jesus. What does that look like mm-hmm. on a real practical level? Right. So, like, how am I not addicted to my phone? Because I felt that I'm always on my phone, always on my computer, always on a screen. Yeah. And uh, I'm not perfect at it. I'm actually still bad at it. Like, mm-hmm. I still like TV. I still like my phone. I still like working on the computer. Like... Yeah, and just learning how to how to do that better. I think that's spiritual disciplines or spiritual habits have been huge for me uh, over the past year. I think um, I'm trying to think of uh, some other things. I I've really found the value of learning. Um, I just don't ever want to stop learning, and. I found that through reading a lot, mm. and so I've, I've just tried to set goals and how much I'm reading that energizes yeah. me to, to just learn. So um, I think people, I don't know, they get dull, and they, they stop learning, and it kind of uh, just shows. And so that's mm. one thing I'm like, I want to learn, and I don't want to just be an academic learner. I want to mm. be a, a down-to-earth, real, uh, but always willing and wanting to learn so yeah those things hit for me if that makes sense that's huge man yeah yeah it's been a in the midst of the craziness of this whole year it's been it's been really good so yeah man and heck this this podcast was kind of like started and you know the whole idea and getting it underway was started through that yeah i think it was kind of like a realization of like we needed something like that and and i think like to your point like they're you know learning and stuff i think you and I both kind of have a similar mindset of that, and it's kind of like, okay, how can we, you know, 
take what we're learning personally and even um, as a church and, and make that an, an easier accessible like format for those and young adults. Yeah. We like this whole podcast. You're exactly right. Came mm-hmm. straight out of that, which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So Ethan, like our whole hope, like within this, you know, podcast, you know, series of different, you know, episodes and stuff is that it would be helpful for young adults, uh, specifically here, like on a Sunday night, um, you know, getting hold of Jesus. Um, you have something kind of written down, like kind of a, a broad idea of like what it is that our hope and prayer would be like that this podcast would turn into. Yeah. You want to like talk through that a little bit? Yeah. So, uh, it literally is going to be the description. So if you're looking at the, I don't know if I've ever looked at a podcast description <laughs> until, uh, I started we started to decide started to make to one. Do one. Yeah, right. But uh, the exactly. description of this podcast literally would be that the Norton Young Adult Podcast is equipping conversations with young adults, uh, Garrett and myself, uh, and their apprenticeship to Jesus, leadership, and life skills. The podcast is focused on developing young, passionate apprentices of Jesus who lead themselves mm-hmm. and others well. Mm-hmm. And so as we look uh, forward in making this podcast, we're kind of looking at it three different lenses chunks seasons so to speak right and so uh the first one would be kind of life skills and Mm -hmm. so we got some uh guests we're looking to bring on in the next couple of podcasts that we'll be able to learn from in that way so just questions that um i've had as a young adult questions you've had as a young adult questions that probably a lot of uh young adults as i talk to young adults i'm like Mm -hmm. yep uh, you got questions you're wrestling with, so we're yeah. looking at like God's will for my life, mm-hmm. finances, dating, relationships, yeah. marriage, all that kind of stuff, uh, and then we're going to move into a conversation, uh, a season of what's it look like to be an apprentice of Jesus? How right. does that flesh out? How does that work? Mm-hmm. Um, rather than just God being uh, kind of up in the air somehow, it's like how do I bring Jesus into my daily life? Right. Like, Jesus has called me, asked me, invited me to follow him. What does that look like on a daily rhythm? Mm -hmm. And then uh, last season or chunk we're going to look at is on leadership, which I'm really excited about. It's how in the world uh, do I lead myself? Mm. Uh, Because all leadership is is it's influence. And so if you have influence, you have leadership. And so I believe everybody has some level of leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some, uh, Paul talks about it as a spiritual gift, so some have a right. broader uh, sense of leadership. But how do I lead myself well? Because we all got to do that, and that's probably the yeah. hardest challenge. Honestly. And then how do I lead others well? So that's kind of the whole podcast in a nutshell. Yeah. All three seasons lumped into one yeah. little section there. That's exciting, man. I, I'm excited to kind of walk through this stuff. And, and I know our hope and prayer has just been that for, like, the people who are listening to this, to you, the individual listening to this, like, that this yeah. would be um, something helpful, something yeah. that would uh, help you to grow uh, in your knowledge and understanding of Christ and and, um, and what, like, he's asking, like, of us and stuff. He's he's not, you know, saying, do this, do that, be that. Like, he's saying, like, come follow me. Mm-hmm. And I think our, our hope out of this podcast is that we would learn, you know, you know, you and I, Ethan, alongside, like, you know, the people listening to this, like, you know, how do we follow Christ better and how do we share that with those around us? And so I'm excited. I'm glad that we've had this chance to get to know each other a little bit better. Yeah. And hopefully the people listening to this get to know us a little bit better, some, you know, funny, weird stuff about us and, and, you know, sort of the nitty gritty of who we are. So it'll be kind of fun working through doing this stuff together as we go. Yeah. I'm excited for the journey. Yeah. So if you're listening, I'd be like, Stick with us in the journey of what's coming next. It'll be fun. (laughs) Yep, it'll be good. All right, well, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. So excited to keep moving through.